Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. The reading is on Matthew chapter 6, page 980, and starting at verse 9 very well-known passage. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, Your Father will not forgive you. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you very much. Uh, Do keep that passage open uh, in front of you, page 980. Um, if we've not met before, my name is David, and uh, I have the joy of, uh, of leading our children's youth and families' work. Uh, let me begin with a prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, please grow us as we read these words. Amen. Well, a group of Christian friends met one January. And they started talking about New Year's uh, resolutions. What would they like to do this year? And uh, Sam said, well, I'd like to get a bit better at photography. And then George said, well, the only thing I really want to do any year is uh, to know God better. And so it's that. And then a deep silence fell across the room. No one really had anything better uh, to say than that. Our theme this year is prayer. Now, and to grow in prayer, well, that would be a year uh, well spent, wouldn't it? But it can be hard sometimes. As we think about prayer, we might feel guilty about not praying enough. We may feel we're not very good. We don't know the right words. Or perhaps uh, we feel scared of God and scared to talking to him. 
So Jesus, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray, Jesus. And here we have Jesus' own worked example model prayer given uh, for us. The Lord's Prayer. And it's rightly a famous prayer. We had a number in our uh, Sunday children's group learning it uh, last term. It's the greatest prayer ever prayed, written uh, for us. And sometimes a misunderstood prayer. Because we rarely read it in light of Jesus' teaching as that comes before. The Lord's Prayer is meant to be a worked example of Jesus' teaching that comes just a bit earlier in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus shows that there are pitfalls that we can fall into uh, when we pray. So Jesus warns against long and wordy prayers. Here is, after that, a simple and short prayer. 57 words in the original. In simple, every person Greek. Uh, Ironically, one of the reasons why people like the Lord's Prayer is because of the flowing language. I'm sure many of us have felt the temptation to show off uh, when praying, uh, we're praying out loud, or maybe do what I call the sideways prayer. The sideways prayer goes something about a bit like this. Lord, please help us to find one more leader for the children's rotor. Preferably by email tomorrow. (laughs) Amen. And Jesus pushes right back on that, praying, uh, encouraging us to pray for an audience of one. An audience of one. God, our Father. So we're beginning this series on the Lord's Prayer. And I hope what we can do is try and sit at Jesus' feet. And he's going to show us how to pray. We're going to start with these words, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And we're going to do this under two headings. Firstly, the Lord's Prayer is a child's prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a child's prayer. Someone once told me this story. I I never forgot it. Imagine a kingdom far away, and it's ruled by a great king. No one challenges this king. His words, they are powerful and majestic. And one day, a group of school children go to visit the palace of this great king. And uh, they go around, and one of the girls on the tour decides she's getting a bit bored of this tour. There's a bit too much about scepters and crowns for her liking. So she slips off from the rest of the group and she starts walking down the corridors. And there she gets to uh, a door and she pushes the door open. And as she looks in, she sees it's, it's the throne room. And there it is in splendor, the, the throne of this great king. So she looks around, the coast is clear. And uh, she walks up to the throne and decides she's going to have a bit of a sit down in the king. And it's... It's uh, in the throne, and it's, it's massive, and there's beautiful uh, jewels. And just as she's doing that, she hears the door open, and she freezes in shock, uh, because 
it's none other than the great king. And he walks up to her. What's going to happen? He walks up to her. And he picks her up. And uh, he throws her in the air and he laughs. And he's got a tear in his eye. And that's because the king is her daddy. The king is her daddy. Our father. Pray that we would never lose the shock of this opening line of the Lord's Prayer, that the heavenly creator and the ruler of the universe invites us to call him Father. This amazing, supreme God, majestic, intimate, who invites us to call him Father. And Jesus' readers would have been scandalized by it. How can you have such intimate terms with the almighty God? They knew about the problem of sin and how that our rebellion against God separates us. But here was Jesus. They missed it because they didn't know the story of Christmas and how Jesus is the tr- he's born. He's the true son of God here to bring us into God's family. They didn't know the Easter story. How Jesus died so we can be forgiven and raised to new life. Adopted to now call God as Father, sharing in that family. Now, imagine we set a bit of a challenge together this week. We'd see if any of us can try and ring up Rishi. Okay, could we, could one of us get through uh, to have a conversation with Rishi Sunak uh, on the phone? I don't suppose any of us have tried to do it, but someone 25 years ago uh, managed to get to Tony Blair's office uh, by pretending to be the then opposition leader, uh, William Hague, and managed to get through uh, the switchboard as a comedian from, uh, from Dead Ringers. Uh, but now they've tightened it all up. There are lots of obstacles if I just wanted to call the Prime Minister. Uh, there's the switchboard and the security system. Uh, there's the fact that the Prime Minister has a busy diary. The fact that the Prime Minister might not be that interested to know what David from Croydon uh, thinks about the tax plan. But here is the relationship we're invited to here. The relationship of a child where God is always listening, always there to hear us and to hear our requests. Maybe God is the father we never had. Maybe he's the father that we wished we'd had. Maybe that, that word, father, uh, conjures up painful memories. We struggle with it. But here is the perfect, loving father of the universe inviting us to know him <coughs> as his children. I wonder if we know that. And the thing about children is, is not so much their innocence, but their dependence just try to count how many times uh, the little ones ask for things, especially the infants. There's just so much asking for things. And God wants to show us that we never move on from that, uh, asking God for things. We sometimes think it's a bit immature. Well, we move on from just asking God for stuff. But actually, it's not like that at all. We never move on from it. 
I don't know if you've ever uh, heard the, uh, uh, the ACT acronym for prayer. So uh, ACT, A-C-T-S, A, adoration, uh, thank you God that you are loving, uh, confession, sorry God, um, thanksgiving, thank you God for uh, giving us this new day, uh, supplication, uh, please could we have. Have we noticed that the Lord's Prayer, it's, it's almost 100% supplication. It's asking for things. I count six uh, different uh, requests. Now, sometimes we use that, that phrase, um, Peter Pan. as a bit of an insult sometimes. Like someone's a bit Peter Pan. Like they don't grow up. They're still, they're, they're an adult, but they, they're still acting like a child. And actually God encourages us. Uh, be like Peter Pan. Be a child. The Lord's Prayer is a child, child's prayer. Are we asking God for things? Maybe we think, well, actually, I'm fine, thanks. I can't think of anything to pray for me. It's time to channel uh, the Peter Pan. The Lord's Prayer is a child's prayer. The Lord's Prayer is also a Copernican revolution prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a Copernican revolution prayer. Think uh, Copernicus. Uh, He was a Polish mathematician, and he was the one who really got everyone on board with the thing that the earth, uh, the sun's not revolving around the earth. It's the earth revolving around the sun. It's the Copernican revolution. There's a massive jump in, in science. And here is The Lord's Prayer, giving us a spiritual Copernican revolution. It shows that we're not the center of everything. God isn't revolving around us. Actually, we are revolving around him. How exciting is that? Did you spot that in the the Lord's Prayer, you've got those six requests, six asking for things. Uh, The first one is a prayer for God. Say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And perhaps this is, would help us d- distinguish between a childlike prayer and a childish prayer. A childish prayer would be where we ask for things where we're the center of everything. Where it's just all about us. But a childlike prayer. Knowing that God, he is the, the great king of the universe. And he loves us. And holding those two things together. It's incredible, isn't it? Hallowed be your name. It's so God-centered. And hallowed, literally, um, may your name be holy. It's the language of the meat market. You'd uh, have uh, your, your bit of meat and you'd uh, cut Um, a bit off the side, and that would be specially set apart. It would be distinct uh, from the rest. May your name be hallowed. May your name, God, be honoured as the one who is holy, the one who is distinct, the one who is glorious in his majesty and in his splendour and in his moral perfection. Hallowed be your name. The first priority in this prayer is about God and his name. Maybe we've once said to a family 
member. Maybe we had an argument and someone at some point says, you're not the center of everything. The world doesn't revolve around you. That's what this prayer is teaching us. So what would it look like for us to pray in that way? With God at the center. What would it look like for us to pray for ourselves in that way? That God's name would be holy. That he would be honored. What would it look like for us to pray for Croydon in that way? For the war in Ukraine? Maybe when we pray, we're just praying that our lives would just be as comfortable as possible. But maybe we would pray that God would be honoured through us uh, in our lives. That people in Croydon would know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. That in a world ravaged by wars, we would humble ourselves to Almighty God. I remember a group of us used to pray for uh, teenagers. This really taught me uh, how to pray in in this pattern of the Lord's Prayer. We prayed hard. We prayed for hundreds of teenagers, each by name. There was lots of asking. We I really show they really showed me short and simple prayers. Please would Hannah be good soil as she hears about Jesus. Amen. I remember being encouraged right from one of the organizers. No, no need for clever words. Just we're just speaking to our Heavenly Father, everyone. Say for us, uh, twenty twenty four. What a great thing it would be to grow as those calling out on God, calling out to God in prayer. We've seen these words, the the Lord's Prayer, and it teaches us that fundamental foundation of prayer. Yeah, who are we talking to? We're talking to our Heavenly Father. He is the one who's the center. That's what it's all about. And we never move on from that. We just, we just grow into it. So let's pray uh, that Jesus would teach us how to pray this year, uh, that we would grow, and the Lord would open our hearts as we see these amazing words uh, from the Lord's Prayer. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, please teach us to pray. Father, you know our struggles. Father, please grow us to be dependent on you. Please humble us. Father, you know the pride in our hearts. We We don't like asking. We want to be self-sufficient and stand on our own two feet. Lord, please help us to to bow the knee before you, to ask. And please would we know the delight this year of coming to a God who, who loves us. 
and who invites us to know you so closely. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you.